0: Guys, pass me some popcorn.
1: Boss, you've already had a whole large tub. We've got our MSF movie pass,
0: though. Unlimited popcorn, right?
1: Wrong, boss. In these troubling times, we only get one free movie a month and one free concession snack. Small. Every two months. How do we get the last large, then? I've been footing the bill, boss. You? Our GNP has... You're telling
0: me that a legendary hero can't even get free movies? What is this?
1: It's- it's the worldwide economy, boss. It's- The previews are coming on. Boss, you've seen this one. We only have one movie.
0: It doesn't matter if it's ten years old. My Fair Lady is one of my all-time favorites.
1: Strangelove is bummed that we still don't have a
0: copy of Dr. Strangelove. Psh! Kubrick's overrated. I keep it down.
2: Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, welcome to another episode of Metal Gear Mondays, the Games Club podcast where we cover all things Metal Gear from top to bottom, left to right, inside and out, in pseudo-historical recreation chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> as As always, I'm your host, Leslie Summerfield, and this week I am joined by... James
1: J- Reichmuth. Whoa. Sam Wright, I guess. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Isaac didn't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isaac. And Isaac Lim. Lim. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac Lim. <laughs> oh. Isaac. <laughs> it sounds like, like one of those like soundboards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, we had, had to like get Isaac yeah, saying yeah, saying his <laughs> name worry. in two separate situations. There was uh,
2: There was an episode not too long ago. I say that. We've been on for a while. There was an episode very long ago. Where Isaac couldn't make it, and I remember he pre-recorded a lot of, of himself, <laughs> okay. and then I sprinkled yeah, yeah, yeah. it throughout the episode. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I totally. You, uh, I forgot about that. Do
0: you always say the pseudo-historical? No, nah, it's only like the last ten okay. episodes. There's I haven't yeah. noticed. So. It used to be. Oh, yeah. It depressing. used to be
1: like front to back, left to right, up and down in semi-chronological order. I remember that. I remember that. That sounds um, familiar. Yeah. You said it's, this, and I was it's, like, it's, "Am I in a
0: different world?"
1: It seems it's like an anime. Like every ten episodes, like it changes. And a little we've got sagas here got on MGM. Yeah, we're this is the this is the uh, movie arc. Correct, of, correct.
2: Boys. Boy, is it. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. This is uh, the first episode of the Metal Gear Mondays goes to the movies <laughs> season. Oh, um, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> we've uh, we've never done a movie review for this podcast, yeah. and in doing the two that I've done so far. It feels like a good fit for the podcast. I agree. Ooh. Enjoy
0: yeah. enjoy the movies. It's good. <laughs> Big movie guy.
2: It was fun to write about movies in the way that I write about the games when I'm keeping notes. Um, mm. And I also kind of get to treat this as like double duty homework because I've been uh, trying to be more cognizant um, in doing screenwriting. I've been trying to be more cognizant of when watching movies, writing what happens in each scene from, like, a main story push perspective um, and how every scene begins and ends and, like, what I learn after each scene when I watch movies. Mm. It's crazy Seriously. when you,
0: like, start looking at it scene by scene, isn't it? Like it's Yeah, it's very weird. It's super strange.
2: It's also, I feel like, and I don't, I don't... We're probably jumping ahead a little bit here, but I feel like when watching the film with a critical eye, instead of having, like, this is scene three and then yeah. every cut to a new location is a new scene... It's almost like, at least with this first film that we did, I felt like it was like scene three is this whole... Like you can feel the music transitioning when the scene Mm -hmm. is over. Totally. Absolutely. So I'm like, there's scene three, but there's scene three one, scene yep. three two, absolutely scene three. three. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like, cool. together. And yeah. To what's What's together. really
0: cool is like when you do that more and more, um, kind of like in the way that like just like working in film, you start to notice things more. When you start slowing it down and really analyzing like that, you're gonna start to pick up on it so much quicker. When you're like at the theater watching a new movie where you can't yeah. slow it down, it's gonna be fucking weird. It's nuts. Mm-hmm.
2: So I guess that's where act breaks come in. It's but... dope. Yeah. So, we're doing, we're doing some movie stuff. Uh, this is an experimental season. We've never done this before for the show, really, in any capacity, I don't think. I think we've talked about videos from time to time, but never to this extent. Um, so, we'll spend a little bit of this episode explaining how that structure is going to work. Um, and then we are going to kind of uh, go into the specific details and stuff like that. Um, but before we do that, we should probably talk about the news. Oh, shit,
0: the news. The news. Hey, it it Play, news. It's like but it's my fame, my news Sam. transition jingle. You see that? On, like, well, I, that,
1: we already have one, James. Oh shoot! Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'll take a motherfucker out. Don't I'm gonna, I'm gonna take put, this I'm, away from me.
2: I'm gonna put that here.
1: It's time for new, new, new news. Metal gear news. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, Sam hates me. And now, and now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm so scared. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, quite
2: uh, not quite a bit, but some some serious things came in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we uh, get to, I feel dumb, I feel like we should have probably scheduled the remaster season for MGS1 closer to this time, I yeah. had not known, uh, but we get to be recording during the uh, 20-year anniversary of Metal Gear Solid 1, should I it up? or the Japanese release, I guess. It's the Japanese release is September the 3rd of 19... 19- uh, ninety eight. The American release, I believe, is October the twenty sixth, roughly. Might have been. It's probably like the twentieth. People are gonna come after me.
0: They're coming for you right now. I can hear them. Oh, they coming. They coming. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> um.
2: So maybe before. I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll f- figure something out. Uh. I don't want to make any promises. We're eventually gonna redo our Metal Gear Solid one coverage. What? And Twin Snakes coverage. James, you're playing it right now. Yeah.
1: What's that like? It's cool. Yeah. What's some like? Can you give us some, like, without defeating the purpose of the podcast we're going to do soon, can yeah. you give a little taster?
0: The, uh... I got caught walking through the snow. That freaked me out. I got scared, because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know how that computer understood the snow fo- footprints. I must <laughs> just said scary. the snow prints. It's, yeah. not, uh, it's not a word anybody uses. Yeah, it's, it's an, an old it's, fucking game. It's pretty fucking cool, and, like, I was really... Like, going into it, I was like, oh, this is probably going to feel, like, dated and, like, different because I'm so used to, like... Like, I just beat five, uh, which, like, plays great. Um, but, like, I'm really, like, oddly captivated by the, like, camera perspectives and the way they shift and the way that they, like, make traversing, like, more unique. It's, it's interesting.
2: I just now realized, you guys... That uh, James has yet to play any Metal Gear game with the classic Metal Gear camera.
0: Yeah. Is that what this is?
2: So, yes. yeah. So, MGS1, MGS2, and MGS3 all have that camera. Mm-hmm. It's all top-down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And same with, like, the Game Boy game. Yeah. And, like, a lot of yeah, the that's interesting. Like, OG classic yeah. Metal Gear is Yeah, I guess, I, yeah, all I, guess
0: I didn't think about that. Because, yeah, 3 is definitely that. Because I play a little bit of 3. Yeah. Uh, I didn't make also, the, the th- 3 feels different.
2: Well, the 3 HD release is... It, they took the camera from the director's cut release uh, of the game, where it is the third person uh, behind. Ah, okay. But yeah, the original remember. release was, like, top-down. Really? Yeah. It only became a nightmare mm-hmm. when they introduced open-world yeah. stuff. In yeah. MGS 1 and 2, it's, like... Yeah. It feels perfect. Well, and they also, they also
0: yeah. do make it, like... Pretty easy on you because they got like the radar in the corner, which like I know gets yeah. fucked with at certain points. But like, yeah, well, that's why Kojima wanted to get away from that, that because
2: he said everybody plays it like Pac-Man. They yeah. just look at the
1: radar, radar. Yeah. They don't look at the actual game,
0: right? Which, like, if you just look which, at the actual game, like you can figure out what's going on. Like, it's
1: yeah. I, I will say though, I am guilty of that.
0: Oh, definitely. That. Oh, yeah. Same. Well, it's hard yeah. not to.
1: But uh, and before and before anybody adds us. Came out in Japan, obviously, September 3rd, 1998. North America was October 21st, 1998. Thank you. And EU, EU was February 22nd, Oof. 1999. They get that shit so late.
0: That's a bummer. I know. Like, what's the point?
2: Well, but I will say, um, and Sam, since you've got that pulled up right now, you might be able to answer this. The EU mm-hmm. did get a standard version, right? They didn't just get Metal Gear yeah. int- Integral. yep.
1: No, they got standard version on February 22nd, 1999. Integral came out in Japan on June 24th, 1999, October 12th, 1999 in North America, and October 29th, 1999 in the So EU. there was
2: a U.S. Integral release. I mm-hmm. thought they only released the VR mission disc in the U.S.
1: Um, I it, it might have been. It doesn't say here. It just says Int- gotcha. Integral VR slash special missions. Gotcha. This
0: might be a dumb question, so. but I was curious about it. Um, they, like, did that re-release for the GameCube, right? The Twin Snakes in right. 2004. Snakes, yeah. That's not what's on, like, PS Classics. No. PS no, Classics no. is no, no, the yeah, 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 yeah. OG. So Twin Snakes was made specifically the for the GameCube, yeah. That's crazy. So
2: Silicon Knights, the company that did Eternal Darkness, yeah, they remade uh, Twin Snakes, or they remade MGS1 using a modified Metal Gear Solid 2 engine for the GameCube. Is it only. significantly different? Oh, it's... The cutscenes are, like, completely different. Wow. In a, in a yeah. really bad way, I oh. would say. Um, like, visually
0: they're different or is it just, like, revamped? It's,
2: like, so Snake becomes, like, an anime star. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, Ninja cuts like wild. Ninja cuts literal buildings
0: in half. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> yeah. bad. That's ridiculous. It,
1: they they updated the graphics. So the graphics look like Metal Gear Solid 2's graphics. Um, okay. But, like, they changed a lot about, like...
2: That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, you can go into first person and shoot in first person. Ah, that's uh, um, and so the like revolver slot boss fight becomes completely pointless. Oh, I bet shoot like, Stand in a corner and just. I'm bad at shooting Yeah.
1: The oh Alessio, did you did you say that Silicon Knights uh, did um, Eternal Darkness? Yeah, is that not right? I think what you meant to say was too human. Oh, oh.
2: did Silicon Knights not do Eternal Darkness? They did, but I was just oh, I see. Up, <laughs> like, <laughs> you scared me. I was like, no, um, don't at me. Yeah, please for the love of God. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll cover Twin Snakes uh, for the show eventually, and uh, again, and Metal Gear Solid One again with more in depth. But I did want to touch on since James is playing it. Um, I did text James and I specifically asked him this question, and this actually came up. We'll real quick, kind of off book. Uh, we're gonna read some of the awesome stories that people uh, tweeted and Facebooked us when we when we posted about the anniversary, um, very briefly, but. Um, Somebody called it out. Oh, yeah, I think, that,
1: that would be nice to do. Huh? Yeah,
2: I think somebody called it out on Twitter. Um, this game has a very unique atmosphere that I feel that, like most games I've ever played, don't really capture. It's weird. Um, I don't know if it's because it's <laughs> yeah. Alaska and the draw distance is so low that they were like, cover it all with snow. Yeah. But the music and the snow <laughs> and the sound effects, like it all just it feels... It paints a really unique picture. It just... There, nothing else feels like Metal Gear Solid One, yeah, ever, to me.
0: I remember like being young and playing like Splinter Cells and shit, and uh, like a- atmospherically, like nothing, like from that time, like feels like it came close to to this. Like even looking at it in Hindsight. Plus, I'm a sucker for for snow levels. I just feel at home in the snow. So it's,
2: it's the same way that like I, I my brain just played like a few seconds of the music, the GoldenEye yeah. snow level Oh yeah. uh, is just burned into my memory. Oh, yeah. Totally. totally. And it's like uh, Metal Gear Solid 1. I know James coming to this like completely fresh, you have a very d- different perspective than, than Sam and I do, and I'm, but I'm sure Isaac can kind of relate more so to you. Um, it came up during these stories that like Sam and I, like legit, this was probably the last video game I ever played with my dad. Wow. Um, and for some reason, this game... Just seeing the shitty Pixel people just, like, immediately transports me back to being, like, nine years old. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. I get that. It's good.
0: I get that. I, I like that you yeah. guys have such a badass game to relate that to. If, if you want to talk about the last game I played with my dad, it was <laughs> Sonic Adventure for the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, no. So if you want to get <laughs> me nostalgic, you just pull up that little blue blur.
2: Aww. You mean Big the Cat? Which,
0: what,
1: which was <laughs> yeah, the was one... <laughs> What was the one with the the frog? Was it one or two? It's one. one. (laughs) It's definitely
2: one. (laughs) So Big the Cat was jokingly killed in the background of the first level of Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the (laughs) semi-truck just Just eats Big the Cat's fucking lunch. (laughs) Yeah, because the Japanese team found out people hated him that much. I love him. Cool. I don't necessarily the... you
1: think they hated Big the Cat so much as they hated the fucking fishing thing. Oh,
0: yeah. I love the fishing.
1: Uh,
2: before we get into the Twitter, Facebook stuff, uh, good old friend of the show, Zachary Davis, uh, uh, he sent a YouTube link, which I'll post on the Facebook page this evening. So as of time, our recording is September the 4th. Um, it is a pretty cool 20-minute in-depth, uh, behind-the-scenes kind of thing that goes into the recording of the audio uh, for Metal Gear Solid 1. It's pretty the uh, voice acting. Yeah. Um, I want to give big shout-outs to fucking Jeremy Blaustein. Um, Prior to reading the Kojima code, I didn't know anything about this. Um, The voice recording sessions and the localization of the script for Metal Gear Solid 1, not only is it like one of the best localizations in the history of video games, um, Jeremy Blaustein's fantastic at what he does, and uh, it also really upset Kojima when he was preparing for Integral and probably kick-started the hate fuck that became the Metal Gear Solid 2 plot. So thanks, Jeremy Blaustein, for all of your hard work, and I'm sorry Kojima hates you. Damn. Um, we'll probably talk about that for like another day, I guess, when we talk about yeah. Kojima code. I don't know if you guys want to go into it worse at all. Yeah,
0: we, should, we should add him and get him on the show. I did add Jeremy Blaustein, yeah. and
2: uh, I got a bunch of likes, but I don't think he responded I to it. I hope he sees it soon. He did shout it out.
0: Though. Come on, Jeremy. Talk oh. to us.
2: Uh, the other big note is Konami Digital Entertainment and uh, Tokyo Mystery Circus created a Metal Gear Solid-themed escape room. That
0: sounds amazing. <laughs> that it's does not sound that incredible.
2: Is. It's probably not good. Yeah. Did any <laughs> of you guys look at the link and go to the new site? I'm had a chance yeah I did. I I, see I, it. I need it. I'm doing it. I wanted, uh,
0: wanted to savor the moment. It's pretty dope. Ooh.
2: So, yeah, it's this very, very strange... Like you kind of are snake in this process. Oh, and, but like uh, is it?
1: But like all of you are snake? Or hold on, I think Every, so. so.
2: Everybody. There's is a snake. video. It's a 45 minute thing. Teams of up to three can Whoa. work together. costs about 57 dollars for three Each people. Person? No, that's three a, people. no.
1: I think it's a trio of tickets cost. Wow. That's a good deal. That's, that's not a good bad. deal.
0: So so yeah, it's a really good deal.
1: But
2: you have to sneak around, and there's like. Objectives, and if you watch the video, I don't know how they do it, but like the dudes are dressed up and they cue the sound effects and shit. Oh my god, that's it's, amazing. Oh, it's it looks super cool. I don't know if it's a temporary thing um, or if it's going to be around for a little while longer. But if you happen to be in uh, <laughs> Japan, uh, we kabu, should uh... kabu, kabu, kabu. I don't know how to pronounce that. Kabukicho, Kabukicho. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh
1: If you're there, uh you should fucking
0: you should do it and tell us what it's like. We gotta we gotta get them plane tickets booked. We gotta go.
1: Yeah. Well, so after we after we buy Konami with our Patreon money, we're going to do that.
3: You can yeah, hide in a after, cardboard box. That's after box.
2: we remake Metal Gear Solid Five.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll link to that on the Facebook page as well. Right after we wrap up recording, uh, next to Zach's um, YouTube. Link.
3: So you know, only three of us can go. Oh no! Yeah, what are you gonna oh, do? You know they no. they should do.
0: They should they should have it's like true as a three, but then a fourth can be like on the codec. Oh, <laughs> just like giving you giving <laughs> us, like limited queuing clues. you up. Yeah, that would be amazing.
2: Oh, that's so good. Um, <laughs> do you guys? Uh, so let's go through some of these Twitter stories real quick, just to celebrate again the 20th anniversary of MGS One's release. Um, it seems like a lot of people kind of feel like this might be the like one of the one of the better games in the series. I don't know if that's all nostalgia, but Twitter. Definitely made me feel like there's a lot of love for this first game. Um, I wonder if Bluepoint was taking note. Because hmm. I, I, hope, I hope they were. Um, but, yes. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> um, one of the first ones I've got here right now is from Sean at Box Looter uh spending hours playing the pizza Hut demo disc over and over uh was his like biggest takeaway um and he mentioned being a new listener to the show and that he really enjoyed it so i thought that was pretty cool
1: that's via twitter by the way can i read one via twitter here yeah absolutely i've got one here from what is this uh uh Al- alicio <laughs> oh. alicio Summerfeld? are <laughs> filed. It's good. Thank Something you. like that. I think that's. I think that's how you pronounce it. He says the first time I tried to escape the prison cell during the torture sequence portion of the game, my young mind felt like there were so many variations on how to escape. After discussing it with schoolmates, so cool. So cool.
2: So cool. Uh, I got one more Twitter one here. We got Oodles, uh, aka at Oodles O Quim. That's O O D L E S O Q U I M. When I discovered that the cardboard boxes actually worked as transport in the trucks, unfortunately, I discovered that 15 years after originally playing it,
1: mm. with a little gif of a cat poking its head out of a box,
0: that's pretty cool. Boop. Yeah,
1: and then we did, and then we uh, we uh, the our official Twitter account at Metal Gear Monday tweeted back at him, talking about the um uh, uh just the structure of using the boxes and discovering all the routes connecting. And then Oodles responds back. So technically it's not just a box. Oh man. Flipped us. Flipped on us.
2: Yeah. Doing some research, uh, for future episodes of the show. Uh, I was over at, uh, metagearsolid.com. Org,
0: I think it is. It's a great, uh, it's a great, great site.
2: Yeah, uh, fucking Terry Wolf. Uh, I didn't realize the tagline for the whole website is "it's just a box." Oh shit! <laughs> so I, hopefully, hopefully, if we ever get Oops. Terry on the show, he doesn't call us out.
0: Yeah, he's like just waiting mm. for the, this time to get you. Yeah.
2: Um, I'll do one more from Twitter real quick, and, and we can check in on on the Facebook. Um, I wanted to Ooh. shout out a uh, good friend of the show. Uh, I am Matt AF. Uh, otherwise, I'm, I'm uh,
1: lifting. I'm lifting my ban on him just for this because yeah. it's a very sweet story. Uh, my goal is to bad. never. My goal is to never mention him on the podcast ever. he's a will do- <laughs> say. I will say. <laughs> dorkist, uh, and I hate him.
0: To counter Sam's point, coming into this fresh, this guy's so fucking nice. Right, He's always me <laughs> saying nice things. Yeah,
1: Damn. so as a to Add pull EBK back the curtain, Matt. to pull back the curtain a little bit. I don't actually hate him. And
2: don't you I'll fucking
0: do. lie now, Sam. I'm not uh, lying.
1: <laughs> I didn't even start it.
2: Oh no. So uh, good, good friend, Matt, EBK, Little Matt. Uh, my fondest memories aren't necessarily with the game, but with my brothers and playing it, and I playing it and arguing about the best way to get into the tank hangar. Parentheses, the bottom. Uh, I'm a top man (laughs) myself Uh, Because if you go through the top You get the He already did three people Cutscene Also my dad was into it Which was totally foreign concepts That time My dad likes games What? Uh, and then he says again, my dad has since passed and every time I hear any sound bite from Metal Gear Solid 1, I can't help but go back in time when all of us were together in the living room floor oh. as a complete family. I honestly believe that's why I enjoy playing games with my daughter. I'm going to go cry now. Love Dang, you guys. That's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. That's
1: awesome. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, really thanks, sweet Matt. tweet. That's a really nice so, tweet. So, and so now,
1: that. and now, he's banned again. <laughs> Dude,
0: it blows my mind like still to this day like how much this series has touched people like, it's uh, crazy affected their lives Like it's kind of like wild, yeah. I feel like it's transcended nostalgia a little bit because you can be nostalgic about a lot of things but like oh, this yeah. like mm-hmm. is persistent yeah
2: Dunkaroos fuck it Solid <laughs> egg, yeah, I fucking pray. love Dunkaroos <laughs>
1: Alessio you've got one more tweet there
2: oh what's the other tweet did I miss it
1: there's one more tweet
2: <laughs> I closed out No, nah. I-,
1: I want you to read it you skipped it
2: oh you want me to Was is it for- yours Sam are you the only uh, other
1: tweet I don't know what you're talking about the tweet. It's not, it's not me. It's, for, it's Nerf Dog.
2: Oh, excuse me. Nerf Dog, a.k.a. At Sanjul. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> thing about MGS1 is playing it with my dad. There are many solid moments, but the whole game has a supremely special place in my heart because of that. It's my earliest memory of playing video games, and the fact I got to have those moments with my dad means a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Sam got a
0: Aww. butt-ton of hearts.
2: How many yeah, hearts? I got four, I got four, four hearts. Four hearts. <laughs>
0: I thought you were about to say I got forty hearts. I was like, "That's fucking incredible."
2: Yeah, it's weird considering that like nobody. No, but that was
1: my <laughs> that was my Scott Pilgrim my Scott Pilgrim tweet that Edgar Wright retweeted. I got seven hundred and some odd hearts on that one.
2: <laughs> I'm glad that you were just able wanted to, to, to that throw back.
1: that
0: out there again. Thank you for the plug.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, let me pull just like one or two from Facebook real fast. Uh, Dan Scott. I remember being in middle school and going to my friend Ryan's house to watch him play MGS1. We were exclusively a Nintendo house, and I remember watching the opening cutscene Doc Helipad thinking, this is the most incredible game I have ever seen. I also loved the fight with Ocelot and had fun knocking on walls to distract guards, run behind them, and then punch them in the face. Good times. (laughs) Also, I never got to see the later parts of the game post-Sniper Wolf until I bought the game in 2003, and the part where Naomi reveals her relation to Gray Fox and the whole reveal with the Secretary of Defense blew my
0: mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Shit's intense. Uh,
2: let's do one quick poll real quick. We got... I want to be on Duncan
1: duty. Let's do it. Go for it, Duncan. Cold Duncan. The reveal that Miller was liquid the whole time blew my mind when I was a kid. Never saw that twist coming. Hell yeah.
2: I loved it. I love all of this. I love this and I really want to go back and play Metal Gear Solid 1 like pronto, but I'm yeah, going to save for it for sure. when we get close to doing the show thing. But, uh,
0: so beca- because of this goofy disguise that fucking liquid does, like that's the whole reason Cos <laughs> wears sunglasses in every other game, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's gotta be. It's I didn't so even think so about that. Silly.
2: So
1: you know, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's McDonald like Miller, your old
0: war buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you know, he's like going in knowing the twist. Like it sounds so cheesy when he <laughs> introduces himself. Like, ah, yeah, it's me. How you doing? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, it's just me. Yeah. And like,
1: and like, I think that that like, and it informs like how he talks too. Totally. Yeah. Like in the in the previous games, like played me like a damn fiddle. Yeah. Like all that that whole thing is informed by Liquid's impression of
0: him. in the Oh, absolutely, first game. absolutely. It's crazy that the same voice actor has always played that character. It's crazy mm-hmm. that
1: like all these people have like
2: other, yeah. other than David Hader and Five. <sighs> I know it's a sore subject for everybody. Uh, well, everybody pretty point. much yeah. keeps keeps on it's keeping on. Impressive. So what a tenure. Dope. God bless. Twenty years. Also, tw- yeah, Twenty years. Metal Gear. It,
0: it dawned on me when you were talking about like how incredible like some of those opening sequences were. Like this game came out in nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight.
2: Okay. No, but that being said, I must- oh, wait, wait, was wait, wait. Can I say? It was can
0: I like, say fuck. one more?
1: We had a. We had a. We had a little bit of a discourse with Dave Lyden, Leiden, Lydon, Lyden Lydd. Lyden whatever on that drive, the, whatever. He said, I love the Donald Anderson reveal and of course who doesn't finally remember the pal key and Alessio's <laughs> response was the pal key was no friend of mine. And I said, You take your dirty pal key and chuck it out the window and he goes, There's the response I was waiting for. <laughs>
2: yeah, James, you'll get to the pal key. It's, oh, it's boy. the one right. biggest thing. The pal key is up. not a pal. I uh, yeah, I think it's almost like an unforgivable sin of how, how the end game is not fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still
0: feel uh, what what I said still stands. No, oh Ni- no, no, no ninety eight no,
2: totally. is still so check impressive. it. And we'll get into this shit when we talk uh, about development history because of the Kojima code stuff. Prior to other Japanese developers being completely caught off guard by Resident Evil coming out and being super cinematic, yeah. no, the big the big card that kojima thought he had up his sleeve was that this was the most cinematic video game mm-hmm. ever made yeah mm-hmm. prior to metal gear solid in 1998 no fucking game tried to be a movie as hard as this one Damn. um and i think that was like the most striking thing. it's crazy mm-hmm. like dude the contemporaries were ape escape and tony hawk and like <laughs> yeah. and Croc. Croc. like are you
1: kidding me don't don't talk about Croc. Oh, I have I have a why physical
2: you, copy of Kroc downstairs. You, I'm not talking about Crack. You need to put Croc. some.
1: You need to put some more respect on Crack. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> um, spicy. Nice. So <coughs> well, we should probably
0: <coughs> shift away from the news. Sorry.
2: Sammy, okay? No, I'm a sick boy. Uh, no. Um, Isaac. Hey. you have been oddly quiet. Uh huh. How do you feel about <laughs> How do you feel about Metal Gear Solid One? I mean. In the whole two years it's been since you played it.
3: Uh, until you uh brought up the pal key. I was like, Oh yeah, digging this. Yeah. i love this. No, no brainer. Fantastic <laughs> game. And then uh Sam had to, you know, read Dave's comment about the, the pal key and then all those memories came flooding back. Good. <sighs> Good.
1: hey guess what isaac we're gonna have to do it again soon (laughs) oh no the good news is
2: once you've beaten it once i feel like the game takes like eight hours yeah Mm -hmm.
3: true i enjoyed it though i liked it a lot oh
2: um well great so guys let's go to the movies you guys want to go to the movies let's all
1: go to the lobby Let's all Can we go, go into the, the actual lobby? movie, though? Hey. Do we oh, to uh, let's all go to the movie, <laughs> but first let's <laughs> go to the lobby to get, <laughs> get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby.
3: Let's all go to the lobby. Spend thirty-seven <laughs>
2: fifty on a tub of popcorn. <laughs> yeah, what, what was
0: the average movie ticket price back in, uh... Back in nineteen ninety eight. Oh god, mm. let me that's It's it the info I want to know. It's How much, it, much better? Movie did pass we have fucking it? sucks now. Movie pass
1: fucking sucks now. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Movie so. pass
0: is dying. I'm glad uh average ticket
2: Ooh. price in nineteen ninety eight was four sixty nine. Oh nice. Oh fuck off.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude, sign me up all day, every day. Yeah, movies. Right? That's
0: incredible. Yeah, you know, I mean I can watch like fucking four movies in a day for twenty dollars. Dude,
2: two twenty three in nineteen seventy seven. Woo! Um, yeah. So let's talk. uh, Let's talk movies. Um, this is as I as I mentioned at the top of the episode. This is our uh, beginning of our movie season. Um, some of you might be like
0: Metal Gear in movies.
2: Why would you ever do that? And to those people, (laughs) I I, I I like that it's
0: David Hayter question. Like. Metal Gear movies? Movies? What? Did you put a projector movies. in Metal Gear Rex? <laughs> um, and,
1: and to those people... I try to, do, I try to do a snake impression and my throat just, like, closed <laughs> oh, up on me. Oh, God. And,
0: and to those people, I great. say
2: Reese's is
1: for breakfast, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: Boom!
0: Um, tasty Street. Um, for
2: when oh, you want to first God. eat. Metal Gear movies go hand in hand. Um, primarily because there would be no Metal Gear without movies. Um... And I don't – I kind of mean that literally, um, but I also kind of mean that figuratively, I guess, or pejoratively or however you want to frame it. But um, let's talk a little bit about Kojima history because I, I I, think we've – with how big of movie fans most of us are on this show, I think we've, like, failed to talk about how much of an impact movies have had on Hideo Kojima and this series yeah. of games. Yeah. Uh, as everyone knows, I think it's more of a meme now. Uh, Kojima has uh, notoriously stated on Twitter, 70% of my body is movies. Um, <laughs> effectively, uh... What's
1: so, the other 30% there, listen Dude, who, who the fuck Water knows? Water. Uh, no, he said this is part of, the, this part of the quote. The other 30% is breaking the fourth wall. <laughs>
2: oh, oh wow. Nice. Um... But yeah, and we'll get into this a little bit more when we talk about, uh, I know we've talked about it a bunch of times, but Terry Wolf's The Kojima Code. Um, he talks a little bit about, about uh, a lot a lot a bit, about uh, Hideo Kojima's early life. Uh, but I do think that all of this context is like super necessary for this uh, season. So uh, Kojima, actually more than being a game developer, wanted to be a filmmaker, first and foremost. Um, a lot of that has to do with the fact that... Um, Kojima's dad and mom were old enough to see World War II happen and, like, live through yeah. the bombs dropping. Right. Um, and prior, I believe Kojima's father passed away when Kojima was, like, th- I want to say a teenager. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, prior to that, um, Kojima's father, uh, excuse me, Hideo Kojima's father, I guess it's full name, so it's like me saying Reichmuth's father. Yeah. Uh, Hideo's father... Uh, uh, used to very much so hate the United States sure. and the West. Yeah. Um, and But simultaneously felt ashamed at not being able to protect his country. Right. Um, so there's like this weird dichotomy in Hideo Kojima's household growing up. Uh, but for whatever reason, um, and it's not entirely stated why in this book and some of the interviews that I read, but it seems like Kojima's family decided to just b- bring on the family ritual of watching movies together yeah and so for as long as uh Hideo Kojima can remember I think it started when he was like six or seven um the whole family would watch a movie like most nights and then talk about the movie oh that's like every night before bed yeah Kojima would have like discussions with his family about films that they watched and then he would go to bed wow they would even like keep him past his bedtime to finish movies that's crazy. Um, and it was because of his father's love of movies that his father eventually stopped hating Western culture as much. Right, right. And Kojima was able to see that, like, oh, like, media can make people peaceful. Yeah, media can bring people together. Um, and when his father passed away, he felt like he kind of lost, like, a creative collaborator. Totally. You know, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But even after they moved to uh, Tokyo, because I think before they were living in, like, rural Kyoto, I mm-hmm. think um, – uh, Kojima's mother would still give him money to go to the movies. Right. And so he'd go to movies like after school and stuff. Yeah. Um, and his mom would like test him on, like, what did you see? Like, what were the, That's crazy. the story plot beats? And let's talk about the... It's like his training uh,
3: him. Write a report on it. Yeah. And so
2: they would do this, like, awesome kind of family ritual. But the fucked up hmm. part is, like... Culturally in Japan, if you wanted to work a creative job, you were viewed as like, and I don't know if it's the same way now, but kind of stereotypically, and, and early on, you were viewed as a burden on your family for right, wanting to it, do a creative job. It would
0: be like tough to, yeah, because be poor, yeah,
2: um, and so they were kind of viewed as like bums, I guess, yeah. And so Kojima decided to go to school, I believe, for like
0: it was like mathematics. Oh no, it was accounting can you fucking imagine
2: yeah Kojima went to school for accounting Kojima <laughs> the accountant
0: can you imagine though hold on think for a second though with how revolutionary he was towards games imagine how fucking cool math would be if oh, he had yeah. stayed in oh academy. yeah right how cool uh, math would be <laughs> uh, so many imaginary numbers uh, so maybe I'd have a passion
1: for math instead of so, video games some,
0: <laughs> that's true some numbers look like other numbers are not those
2: numbers. Uh, so oh, Ko- shit. Kojima went to school for accounting, and then I believe because of the video game boom, thought that maybe it'd be easier to get into a creative field that had like was more profitable sure. in yeah. Japan. Because um, I, I guess too, like keep in mind, a lot of the films that Kojima was watching were imported. So I'm sure there was a little bit of this like yeah. idea that like there's not a film industry in Japan or as big of one, right? And, and, and like he what, couldn't go to Hollywood. How at old is Kojima?
0: Like what time period would he have been like a, a younger kid, like teenager? Uh,
2: so Kojima's, like 64, 65. Yeah, he's uh, 64. I think he just turned wow. 64. Yeah. Um. So he, this would have been like yeah the, 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 the movies that he would have been exposed
0: something. to like that yeah. were coming out of that time. That's crazy.
2: Um. Yeah. So like mid to late 70s, maybe yeah. early 80s. And yeah. so um, what
0: a weird like formative. Like, oh, yeah. set of movies yeah. to so be. So, like,
2: uh, honestly, a lot of the films that we're talking about, like, like your Terminators and your, like, Escape yeah. from New York and all that shit uh, had, was, like, new yeah. at the time.
0: Well, and, like, I wonder – like, I just can't imagine, like, the, the cultural perspective of, like, being in a culture separated from this Western art but, like, viewing this bombastic Western art. Like, that's – the way that you would have to, like, rationalize it in your head and think about it, I think – is really a testament. to These how are much a warmongering people. Is that? Yeah. These fucking monsters. All these people do are fight and fuck. Like,
2: yeah. And that's is. Is there more in life? Uh, but yeah, so uh, Kojima decided that he wanted to try to work in games, and so in order to do it in a way that he could do well financially apparently the only reason why he ended up at konami was because they were the only video game company that he found registered on the stock market (laughs) oh my god that's incredible that's that's
1: kind of that i i feel that so hard (laughs) like Uh, i i respect that on a on a on a Another level. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: apparently, the fucked up part is even... So, he was brute forcing his way into working at Konami for a very long time, and they wouldn't take him except for doing like odd jobs. Yeah. And so, he lied to his mother and told her and his friends that he was an insurance broker while he was oh. getting oh, started man. at Konami. I fucking feel that. Yeah.
0: There's been many a times where I've been like in the middle of a creative project, and my family's been like, so what are you up to? And I'm like, "Uh, selling... Uh, newspapers door to door it's crazy oh no didn't you used to work for cutco <laughs> <laughs> oh man sam oh, with no, deep cut call out cut. i sure <laughs> i sure did deep cut uh-huh. i used to sell them knives oh, mm-hmm. no <laughs> uh
2: but yeah that's pretty much like so kojima wanted to be a filmmaker didn't do it and then brute force his way into video games and then made video games turn into movies so thank you kojima that's wild Thank yeah. you,
1: Daddy Kojima.
2: Thanks, Papa Papa Kojima.
0: Papa Kojima.
2: Um, we do have some links pulled up that I want to kind of go over. Uh, the big ones are we pulled up some of, like, Kojima's favorite films. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to rock through the list and see if there were yeah. any that you guys have seen that you want to talk about.
0: Um, I see one of these notes that I didn't notice earlier that I'm excited to talk about, the Kojima at the movies thing. Oh, yeah, because'm I'm, I'm curious because as, as we were just talking, I had an idea, and I wonder if that is the idea oh, that no. I had.
2: Um, so uh, before we get into Kojima's favorite film list and kind of talk about it, um, uh, everything that I kind of mentioned for the most part, you can find just at like the wiki for Hideo Kojima as oh. well as like Terry Wolf's writing and That's some cool. translated stuff, so like Mark Laidlaw, who like I don't fucking know it might be. The Mark Laidlaw that, yeah, like, was one of the writers on Half-Life? I was going to say, like... I have no clue. Maybe it's just a similar name. But this guy named Mark Laidlaw translated some articles. Um, PlayStation Magazine has a bunch of interviews with Kojima. And they're just a bunch of different that things. That
0: so my mind if it's that Mark Laidlaw.
2: If you look up it's Kojima and games... Uh, yeah, if that's the case, then, like, life is the Star Wars effect. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, likewise, uh, I found a bunch of stuff where, like, Hideo Kojima's talking about games and films just becoming the same thing. Like, becoming one mm. thing. Yeah um recently specifically in talking about death stranding yeah um and then uh one of the things that i linked here for us to look at uh just in general when we were when we were doing our research um is uh, Hideo Kojima at the movies um and so uh there's a limited ps2 magazine feature that he did in like i want to say there were four or five of these yeah where kojima was like a guest writer for PlayStation 2 magazine okay. and he okay. wrote like in-depth film analyses yeah.
1: on like four or five films.
2: That's
0: pretty cool. I love that, That's... like,
1: this list, like, the entirety of the Pink, Pink Panther movies from the 60s and 70s oh, is on Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. That's crazy. That That's kind of what I was thinking about, because I was just thinking about like how cool it would be like now to have like a video series where you're sitting with Kojima, you watch a movie, and then you listen to him talk about the movie. Oh, totally. Like how he analyzes it, and how he looks at it. Yeah. Like, I think anybody.
2: Like if you d- were to yeah. do like a director series where you're like, we're going to sit down and watch be awesome. like, I lo- I random favorite like movies that. with like, random directors. Yeah, It's,
0: it's fucking awesome. Great. We should, there should... That should exist.
2: Yeah. So on this list, uh, we have The Great Escape... Uh, 1963. We've got Guns of Nevron from 1961. We've got Escape from New York, 1981. North by Northwest. Uh, that makes me happy. 1959. North by Northwest. Uh, Planet of the Apes, 1968. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. 1978. I of the Dead. I like and then that. James Bond Ooh. series. <laughs> Various. Oh, shit. So here is the origin of his 70% film line. He says, and it's translated. I've said over the years in interviews throughout the world. Just like the human body is seventy percent water, I am seventy percent film. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Um, he omitted some classics that he also wanted to mention. So that was his list of like all-time favorite films ever. Yeah. But his omitted all-time fa- favorites are wow. Citizen Kane, Tokyo Story, La Strada, which is The Road, which is by Federico Fellini, yeah. mm. uh, Lawrence of Arabia, yes. The Godfather, and then he has a bunch of just like, as Sam mentioned, it's just like a long list of like, God, here's a bunch City of lights. shit I love.
0: That's incredible.
2: Well,
1: so the other thing too is that if you're looking through this list, the um, the bold ones are actually movies that um, had, in- like he said, had influences on Metal Gear Solid. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And he, said, he he mentioned that the Pink Panther series is where it gets a sense of humor. Yeah. That's amazing. That
0: makes sense. Wow, that's that's, wow. that's wow, that, interesting. That's bizarre. I can totally see it, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. I like
2: how he doesn't bold Blade Runner when Blade Runner is literally 100%. Like, Snatcher is just Blade Runner. Yeah. Like, mm. beat by beat.
0: Mad Max 2. Wow.
2: Oh, fuck. I just realized that Crayon Shin Chant's on here. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. And then like he has like a bunch of like runners up and stuff that, as well like sort of down towards the the bottom. Um, oh, Night um, and
2: Fog is his favorite documentary. That is one of my favorites as well. It's a French fifties uh, documentary about a concentration camp. It's
0: intense. Oh, wow, I want to watch all of these movies.
2: Yeah, these are great. Um, <laughs> I've
0: seen a lot of these and they're all great. But all the ones I haven't seen, I'm like I feel like I need to. You check them out. Yeah. You know
1: what's wild about this list is I don't think there's a single um, like James Bond. and None of the James Bonds are on here. Neither is. Yeah, um,
3: he says. Uh, oh, I mean it's various. at the very
1: top. Oh, at the, the very, very top. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha, It's all good. There's
2: all
0: kinds. Of oh, stuff. I see. I see. I like I see. how well,
3: he says he has a favorite submarine film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, every good movie connoisseur has a favorite <laughs> submarine film. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Hunt for Red
2: October uh, oh yeah it's it's gotta be Hunt for Red October Uh, there's a bunch of stuff in here Uh, like Die Hard is is great Uh, Nikita uh, La Femme Nikita (laughs) is uh, the Luke Bazon film from the 90s which is on here as well Rollerball there's all kinds of weird shit Um, but we'll have to post this for for people to check out on
1: the website Um, it's gonna be awesome you know what I think Down Periscope is actually my favorite (laughs) submarine film (laughs)
2: That's amazing. Thank you,
1: thank you, Sam. Sorry, I'm. I, I literally I didn't hear anything you said. I was too busy thinking about it down. Oh no, you're totally
2: fine. <laughs> um, no, there's some really great films, and in general, I think there's a lot of fodder for. Um, if we if we discover that there uh there's a lot of positive reception to this movie season, um, I think that uh, we will have quite a lot of movies to talk about. There's a the time if we want. Um, uh, but uh, this is a perfect segue into uh, these were my five notable mentions um, for Metal Gear and movie references. I was curious to see if uh, you guys had any of your own. And if, if you're listening to this and you have some of your own, feel free to tweet at us at Metal Gear Monday or visit us on Facebook.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. Um, but my sort of notable pit picks were uh, James Bond, number one, obviously, I think between Metal Gear Solid 3, Peace Walker, and Ground Zeroes oh, yeah. and The Phantom Pain. I mean, we see it with zadornov's arm, mm-hmm. which is like the Dr. No Hand. Um, the music is super fucking Bond inspired. And then like the wristwatch in the Phantom Pain. Yeah. That like Seiko wristwatch is literally one of the Bond's wristwatches. You're totally right. Yeah. Um... And I feel like Snake in general kind of has this whole like yeah. – I mean, He's like a super spy. Well, and James, you know it for yeah. sure from playing Metal Gear Solid 1. He's a the womanizer. Whole, He's yeah, a, yeah. The, the Naomi-like thing. Like, yeah. well, maybe I'll, I'll let you strip, strip search, search me, me when, when you get, get back.
0: back. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 it took me like – I think I audibly gasped in my later when he said I was like, what? <laughs> Everybody can hear you. Yeah.
2: Also, just so you're aware, James, uh, the extremely racist Mei Ling voice – uh, yeah, goes away in Twin Snakes. Oh that's good. And then they make Naomi sound British. Like more yeah. British. More <laughs> mm-hmm. extreme British.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then don't they take that away in four?
2: Yeah, I think so. She goes like she's super she's normal. Done being British. Yeah. yeah. Uh but mm-hmm. mei Ling sounds like Asian again. It's like Kojima got his his stabs back in. He's yeah. like,
0: no. It's weird. <laughs> Please. mei May mei- Ling's it's, I-, I do like that she gives you like nice quotes every time you save, but I'm oh, also yeah. like why I don't feel great about this.
2: Yeah. And it's always like, every time the Confucius one comes up, I'm just yeah. like, please, please I like snake, You don't have to do this.
0: Snake's reaction to every quote is so fucking weird. Like, uh, yeah, fucking tell me more than like, give me them words, girl. It's like, what? Yeah. You're a fucking freak. Very James Bond-like. Yeah. Because James Bond He's got some fucking lines that are like, no human being would ever speak yeah. to another human being like that.
2: Like, I smuggled these cigarettes in my asshole. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, also a fun fact is, uh, like, Paramedic goes super in-depth with movie trivia when you mm-hmm. save in MGM. A lot of different And there's a movies. lot of James Bond mm-hmm. movies yeah. in that as well. Um, my second on my list is 2001 A Space Odyssey and Dr. Strangelove. So just like Stanley Kubrick of this era in general, um, we see it with, uh, Hal and David, um, oh, Autocon yeah. and Snake. We Definitely. see it with Dr. Strangelove as the character. Um, the discovery in the monolith, uh, are the names of the ship and the terminal in Metal Gear Solid 2's tanker chapter, as well as the, uh, name of the ship and the our alien artifact in oh, 2001. That's neat. Um, mm-hmm. And then Doctor in Rising actually mentions a monolith. Yeah. In some of his throwaway dialogue. Sure. Um, the big thing. Uh, speaking of sense of humor, Sam, um, I feel like Doctor Strangelove, the film, uh, full title Doctor Strangelove: How I Learned to Stop Worrying and, and Love the Bomb. Love the bomb. That movie, I feel like the sense of humor in that is also very similar, oh, yeah. to, like the Metal Gear, yeah, sense Definitely. of humor, which is like we're talking about some fucked that. up dire stuff, but like let's laugh while the apocalypse yeah. happens.
0: Yeah, it's good
2: um third i've got escape from new york escape from la so obviously like snake Pliskin is the like kurt russell as snake is just snake yeah
0: mm-hmm. so this blew my mind uh because like i was reading more and more about it um just like in prep for this and just like in general because like i've always been fascinated by like how it's just a carbon copy of this yeah. fucking character i'm mm-hmm. just um, trying to get kurt russell to voice him in phantom pain yeah which like
2: yeah, that would have been perfect. It,
0: it one doesn't surprise me, but it's also like that's very strange. That's on the nose. I just dog. can't imagine.
2: Yeah, the big thing is uh, so Metal Gear Two Solid Snake on the MSX. Uh, one of the big reasons why people don't think it ever came to the US way back in the day. Yeah, every single character profile is just literally somebody traced over like still images of actors' faces. Are you so like Sean Connery <laughs> is big boss. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. Mel yes. Gibson from Lethal Weapon is Solid Snake's like portrait. That's fucking like, it's amazing. Fucking, Appalling.
0: I love that.
2: Um, besides the snake thing, though, like Escape from New York, LA, uh, it's like kind of the same, same like mission structure. Yeah. It's like pulling me out of retirement to send me into this prison <laughs> facility, yeah. and then they're just like, if you don't do it, they're going to kill all the hostages, or we're going to kill you. Oh, yeah. And then it's like you got to procure all your weapons on site. Like it's like super, just mm-hmm. copy pasta. Yeah, um, and same with like the whole bleak future kind of kind of tones. Um, the Great Escape's a little less on the nose. This is my number four. The Great Escape is like I believe a '60s movie, '63, I think, maybe yeah. earlier than that. I think it's. I think, it's, uh, I, think I think you're right. I think Who's 63. the um, anybody who's like a classic cinema, cinema file is going to get really upset with me that I don't, I don't know the lead actor completely by memory. Uh, i look, look him up. Oh my God, my brain is fried. Oh, Steve McQueen. So Steve McQueen uh, is like the dude, and it's essentially about uh, a bunch of British prisoners of war escaping from a German camp. Um, and so I would kind of argue that like all of the stealth, sneaky, oh, yeah. get oh, out alive shit, far. like comes from this, this. This was
0: one of my picks too, and it, it like dawned on me before, um, like I really started thinking about like Kojima movies, but I remember um, like when I started. When I got like a little bit of ways into one, I started thinking about The Great Escape for Summer because I love that film. And I started thinking about it. I was like, wow, like the vibes are very uh, yeah, like yeah. dire and like similar and like it's like high tension. It's pretty fun, and cool. It's awesome. So it was it was cool to see that he also.
2: Yeah, it was like top, one them. to the top of his list. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird that the Major Tom uh, thing that Zero pulls at the beginning of MGS3 is not a David Bowie reference, but yeah. allegedly a reference to this. Oh. Which caught me off guard. Um, and then the last thing, and I kind of put this last on purpose because it's going to segue into what we're doing. Uh, Terminator 1, Terminator 2. Um, so obviously there's the Michael Bean uh, cover art for Metal Gear 1. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't time. know. Yeah, <coughs> like the cover for Metal Gear 1, and then like a... a a production still of Michael Bean and like the desolate 2079 LA future yeah. uh, are like fucking 100% spot on. Um, also bloody Brad in Metal Gear was originally named Arnold, which I think was like even more uh, of like oh, an allusion definitely. to the Terminator. That's cool. Um I noticed this while I was watching the films last night. Actually, Sarah at the end of Terminator One, Sarah Connor, definitely starts recording cassette tapes on yeah. like her Walkman, mm-hmm. yeah. to like leave a log. Yeah. and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here with this peace walker nonsense." <laughs> <laughs> um, in uh, Metal Gear Solid Three: Subsistence, there's a bunch of goofy like comedy videos yeah. included that use the engine. One of oh, them yeah. is Metal Gear Solid Snake Eraser, and it's right in going back into the past uh, to kill the yeah, boss. I read about oh that. That God. sounds it's awesome, Super Terminator.
1: We talked about that a little bit during the Metal Gear Solid 3 season, but That's man, is, is it so good.
2: It's super goofy. Um, and Raiden's just, like, getting into shenanigans the whole time. Uh, you can definitely look it up on YouTube if you're interested, um, and I will try to post it somewhere. Uh, Ground Zero's Jami Vu side-op is also super oh, yeah. huge Terminator ripoff. Uh, you play as Raiden from Rising, killing body double like Terminator soldiers. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. a fun mission. Um, uh, a lot of the POV stuff, allegedly, I, did, I never noticed this before I was doing research, um, a lot of the POV stuff in Metal Gear Rising Revengeance um, almost uh. looks identical to the Terminator POV stuff yeah. from the movies, but it's like a different color scheme. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and uh, we'll talk more about it on our Terminator episode, but it seems like Terminator 2 and Metal Gear Solid 2 shared a lot of similar, like, marketing beats yeah. surrounding the big mm-hmm. twist. I can see that. Um, and it's actually directly cited by Kojima to the production staff at Konami that like good sequels should intentionally subvert expectations in their promotions. Yeah, And he cited mm-hmm. Terminator 2 and I think it was Escape from New York as like right. his big citations of like, you see like they intentionally made the audience think they would get more of the same when in fact they were just nope. like turning key characters yeah. into like That's awesome. Different, different... smart. Variations, so... uh, We can get into the conspiracy theories. We'll dig way into that next week. Oh, yeah. We'll get into the conspiracy theories about whether or not Kojima intentionally planted a whole bunch of false seeds within everyone at Konami in order to get away with pushing whatever the fuck he wanted to with MGS2, but... Yeah. Um, Sam, Isaac, James, is there anything that I missed?
0: I, uh... I, I, like Blade Runner definitely stuck out to me, especially having just recently done um the Phantom Pain and all that jazz and like even like mm. in doing research on MGS two and things like that, just like the the themes of like being able to implant memories into people and, and having identity crises over like what am I, who am I, what am I gonna be? And then like even with like uh like Cyborg Ninja and things like that, like there's there's clearly like a lot of I feel that there's there's a lot of uh inspiration from like that type of sci-fi.
2: Totally. Definitely some like late seventies, early eighties.
0: Yeah. Which is like it's cool. It's like my favorite type of sci-fi is like like I'm really into identity shit. Like who are we and what are we and like what makes us who we are. And I think that and, uh
1: And you didn't like Detroit. <laughs> oh no <laughs> Here we go Alright Cage head. You want to do this right here on, on You guys don't have a cage on match? On <laughs> well, well, Free television cage. over here Cage we got. Head. We did. We did this on. We did this on pay per view. Patreon podcast. We could do this on free TV if you want, baby. Come. Yeah. If
2: anybody wants to, uh, make the time and place. Yeah, baby if before. anybody wants to hear this <laughs> alleged blood feud that started, uh, it is episode two. Yeah. Of the Patreon exclusive uh, Metal Gear Mondays Patreon Club, two dollars a month, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets you two we extra episodes a month. We were talking
1: about beyond beyond two souls that episode, and then we. Uh, Transition into a discussion about Detroit. It's uh, just a lively debate. What, yeah, a, a lively.
2: what a fun thing to talk about, though, real quick. Can we talk about the difference between how David Cage wants to make games in the movies <laughs> and how, metal, like oh. how yeah. Hideo Kojima wants to make games Well, it's, it's like Kojima
0: remembers that like games should also probably be games. Yeah. <laughs> at yeah. one point or the other. <laughs> Gotta have a game to go with your movie. If you're going to make it a. a or oh, right, unless you turn up an episode
2: five where it's like you got to have oops all game. <laughs> 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 ain't that the truth. Uh, Whoops. Left all the movie on the cutting room floor. My bad. Oops all g-
1: <laughs> Oops all game. <laughs>
2: yeah God, still uh, like, a, like a middle finger like e- fucking in flames uh, yeah. aimed at the lord had Kojima said here's your fucking yeah. game plan. <laughs> the middle
1: the middle finger is in flames and it's a callback to a different video game <laughs> yeah
2: exactly Like yeah. there's a whale I,
0: remember this other thing that you loved? you don't get anything like that here oh man correct sam uh, anyway. did you have any
1: did you have any movie picks <laughs> No just what we talked about I think the I think honestly aside from what we've already talked about the pink Panther was really the one that stuck out to me Like, like he didn't yeah. just list one of them he listed the whole fucking series. I need to go back and watch
2: those because like so here's the deal if 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 people are listening to this and they're like what so a a lot of you guys that are listening apparently are apparently British and Australian so if there is a much different Cinema, like surrounding culture, with some of these movies, I would love to hear about it. Definitely, as an American Mm -hmm. who consumes media, um, yes, I did grow up essentially on uh, a diet of extremely foreign films. Like it was all like Italian and French with subtitles was like my whole childhood. But we didn't watch a lot of British films. I did. I did watch a shit ton of Inspector Morse. If anybody gets the Inspector Morse or like Columbo references please for the love of god let me know on twitter um but i did watch a bunch of uh like british daytime tv and stuff but it's like specifically it's like i don't know the pink panther had zero footprint on my life really but it's like it's a french like spy series right it's it's
0: very like over the top kind of like cheeky yeah like spy yeah and then it became a
2: cartoon for like yeah. like US kids
0: right, in like right. the 80s which like that, that right? sucked that was yeah okay. it's like not it great. it's not and the I same think at all like Steve Martin
1: played him oh the also point? there were the yeah 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 is it
0: Steve Martin but I mean, For um, I can't remember I
1: there was like a Panther reboot maybe yeah. right yeah Steve Martin played, it in the re- played him in the yeah, reboot yeah
0: that's so weird for that sure. Steve Martin played
1: him and Dumbaga yeah. there it is that's the one um, so just, just a shout, we're talking about like, I just want to shout this out now that I'm thinking about it. Used to, for our Australian listeners, used to watch a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, neighbors, uh, when I was younger. Oh, Na- that's I when, remember neighbors. That's when good neighbors become good friends. So if you want to talk about neighbors, <laughs> hit me up. Wow.
0: If you ever seen a show called 40 something, hit me up.
1: Very nice. <laughs> Um,
0: everybody's <laughs> out your their assignments.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's interesting. There's uh, it, well, and so James, you bring yes. up a really good point. So as Japanese uh people viewing American culture in the 80s, uh, yeah. there was clearly some sort of love because like we see it in Contra, we see it in oh, Resident yeah. Evil, we see it in Silent Hill, yeah. we see it in Metal Gear Solid. There's a lot of interesting. Like for me, as uh, my dad was Air Force. Um, I know Sam, your dad was military as well. Yeah, Air Force. So, like, as military brats, there was sort of this weird like everything feels like every culture bleeding together all the time. So it didn't really feel Mm. weird to me whenever I was younger. But like, I noticed that a lot of my favorite video games were Japanese takes on Western things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it didn't didn't quite find out that was weird
1: until years later when my dad was retired.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the weird thing too is like. James, I know you. You seem to gravitate a little bit more towards Western games. Yeah, and I, Definitely. on a good day, gravitate <laughs> towards like Eastern Definitely. interpretations of Western games. On a bad day, I gravitate towards like hardcore, just like h- otaku games. Yeah, <laughs> you love it. <laughs> um, but like weeb shit, in yeah, other words, <laughs> <hashtag> <laughs> weeb shit. Um, but it's weird because like I can't even imagine, even as like our parents watching us play these games. Yeah, th- like even Zelda. It's, like, this weird yeah. Japanese interpretation of on, like, Western fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this doesn't belong in any culture. It's just, mm-hmm. like, this weird amalgam of, like, two or three different... That's interesting. It's, like, yeah. and then you look
1: at it and you're just, like, do, do they think... Do Mario, do they... Is that what Shigeru Miyamoto does, <laughs> thinks plumbers do
0: yeah. in America? Well, it's just, like, it
2: almost takes on this, like, otherworldly feel. It like, does. it doesn't belong in our it world.
0: Well, and, and, and I think that's why, like, going back and playing MGS1... Like it's so like unique and interesting to me because it doesn't feel Familiar. It feels certainly like, not tactical. It feels <laughs> no. feels like a western game in like setting and experience and like that kind of aspect of it. But then like in like sensibility and humor and like pacing, it doesn't feel western. Oh, and control scheme. And, well, it definitely control scheme. Mm-hmm. Definitely like from a game. It feels perspective like a human sure. simulator. It yeah and control really scheme. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's an interesting any, amalgamation. You're totally right.
1: Any game where pressing the circle button is select and not back, I want that shit.
2: Give That's fucked
0: that. with me. Oh yeah, I forgot the so Metal Gear Solid one.
1: Yeah, so it changes about
2: midway through. So Metal Gear Solid two, it's still <laughs> Metal Gear Solid two, it's still circle equals yeah. go. Because I think in like Japanese connotation, so the cross is actually so the X is actually it's a cr- it's cross right. Yeah. so it's like no right, which like, makes sense. Like, yeah, like yeah. don't go here, and the circle is a confirmation. It is like yes, this one. Yeah, um, which but, makes sense. But I think in MGS three onward, it shifts. Yeah, it, it's definitely in MGS three. So it's like MGS one um, and two. It's it's still.
0: I, when I encountered that one, like I spent an embarrassing amount of time, like in the options <laughs> menu, just like fucking <laughs> fucking myself up. Um, but then, like I also started doubting my memories, where I was like, maybe this is just how games were. Like maybe the <laughs> circle button used to be how I confirmed everything.
2: It's just uh, <laughs> some hardcore Mandela effect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't. Oh, you don't remember B
0: means yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, on everything I was, I was really fucked
0: up all day. I was like, "What?" Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, it's weird, and I we're gonna get into it because in our horror month, we're talking about Silent Hill two. So like, <laughs> I love I'm Japanese excited. horror take on Western horror. Oh yeah. Like to me, it's far spookier. It's way spookier because like it feels even more
1: surreal. Yeah. It's especially it's especially spooky when the. The, the villain the whole time is uh, Isaac's dog, Frank. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, the big bad is just Frank.
2: Um, but, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the games – or, the, excuse me, the movies that we're going to cover for this season. Um,
1: yeah, it's hard. It's difficult, right? It trips you up a little bit. Sorry.
2: Um, so we, we've changed things up just, uh, just a hair. Um, I apologize if anybody went out and purchased uh, the original films. Uh, we're just kind of subbing out one film, and then adding a couple films. And we're omitting one film, so um, the the, the overall lineup is we're going to be talking about the 1984 Terminator 1, 1991 Terminator 2. The goal is to do both of those on one episode, but like... Jam-fucking-packed. Yeah, so I'm going to kind of post... We're going to do some live sketchbooking real quick so i'm kind of thinking on so we have two episodes where we cover the original and the sequel my Mm -hmm. thought is that we primarily focus on the original because of how many sort of like original things Mm -hmm. that appear in the film and then um, we compare the sequel as far as uh, like towards the end of each episode talking about like what's um, unique
1: alessio (laughs) yeah but Terminator Two is so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I
2: think I well, prefer I, the first one. Guys. I, I do think. Whoa, I think not get two, into it. Yeah. No, not
0: yet. Not yet. Terminator Two is also going to be important to like touch on as far as like the way that they like did their movie and the way that like Kojima did MGS Two. Oh, and, like, totally. Yeah, movies, yeah. Like, so definitely stuff to touch on there. But well, we're, well likewise, we're doing, for, uh, we're doing the same
1: thing for we're doing the same thing for Escape from New York and L A. Yeah. We were originally just going to do Escape from New York, but we decided for similar reasons um, we wanted to do Escape from
0: L.A. as well.
2: Yeah, Escape from L.A. is actually way more meta oh, than yeah. Terminator 2 is. You
0: escape from L.A. is fucking
2: baller. Yeah, Escape from L.A. becomes like almost like a jokey commentary satire on action <laughs> movies as a whole oh, yeah, in a Ooh. way that I think it actually mirrors Metal Gear Solid 2 yeah. quite a lot. Um, Terminator 2 is less meta, but more, it, like, fucks with you more. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's weird. So Terminator 1's very much like, uh, like a sci-fi horror film. Mm -hmm. Terminator 2 is fucking just balls to the wall. Like, it's kind of the birth of, like, the action, like, blockbuster. Well, so, and
1: the other thing, uh, we're we're, we're gonna get too far into it, because I had something to say, and then I stopped myself (laughs) with this. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. So, anyway, what, uh, all of that to say... That while we're recording the Terminator episode, if it gets to be too long by the time we get to Terminator 2, we might touch on two at the end of the Terminator 1 episode and just go ahead and make them two separate episodes. Um, And the same with Escape from New York, Escape from L.A. The reason why I say that is because my handwritten notes for Terminator 1 are pretty, like, exhaustive. Yeah at the same time though who knows like we're going to do a lot of generality stuff at the beginning talk about the quote unquote development of each yeah. film and then talk about the film in plot beats yeah and we can we'll touch on how we're going to review them here at the end of this but
1: um, depending well, the on thing the, of, the thing on of it the is length, since, it's we like, might. since it's a movie it's still sh- it's shorter than way shorter than a game
2: that's true but back in the day we used to spend whole episodes on like 3 hours of game yeah well that's true so we'll we'll see how it shakes out but for now just be, just know we're gonna do Terminator 1 and 2 Potentially in one episode It could be a long one Might be like a three hour episode Again Because Terminator 2 You guys I
1: forgot Is like fucking three hours Terminator 2 is long yeah. Dude, I watched it Terminator I watched it um, Super long Last night well, there's I enjoyed like, all, every I enjoyed every second of it Don't get me wrong
2: yeah. There's like three it's different versions
3: movie. So yeah, which one do we yeah. want to cover So
2: the, the one that I watched for the show Is the theatrical cut Yeah Oh Hmm did you guys watch the director's <laughs> versions?
3: There's like an extended version. Oh god! Which is like well, a so three he, it went, un-
2: unfortunately with Terminator Two, well even the theatrical cut I think is like 214 minutes or some shit. For I Terminator don't know what I watched. The <laughs> the problem is that the the director's cut and the extended cuts both came out after Terminator was like well established as a mm, franchise. Yeah. True. And so like I feel like half the shit that got added in was just like lore stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the rest of the series. And so to me, it's like, I don't know, I kind of wanted, like, the pure, like, what hit the theater in 91 kind of totally. experience. That's
0: yeah. fair. I also did the theatrical cut.
2: Because Terminator, like, the one negative that I have towards Terminator is, like, it kind of became this big, bloated, shitty, like, Aliens franchise kind of
0: deal. It's a fucking, like, I... It, it's a it's,
2: juggernaut. There's a lot of shit involved in It's weird to me it's in still Terminator. Yeah. Like,
0: they just don't stop.
2: Yeah, we got Terminator one, Fuck two, three.
1: Sarah Connor Chronicles,
2: yeah. Genesis.
0: Gen- Daenerys Targaryen's in the fucking Connor family. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it's that It's weird. Well, anyway. d-
1: well, Daenerys Targaryen is Sarah Connor in that movie. That's
2: true. Is she
0: fucking really? Yeah, that's who she plays. That's crazy. Yeah. So
2: we can talk about Terminator at length on that episode, but needless mm-hmm. to say, uh, 1984, when the first movie came out, is also the year that the Phantom Pain takes place, um, which is interesting. Um and it's interesting uh how many things came uh from Terminator and sort of entered into Metal Gear 1 and Snatcher. Um and just so you guys know Terminator 1 and 2 kind of took the place of us doing a Blade Runner episode. Um just because we kind of deemed that that was like the sci-fi yeah. grim dark like post-apocalypse movie slot. Mm -hmm. We didn't want to do too much of the same type of movie. Um, Mm -hmm. So just know if you guys really, really want a Blade Runner episode, um, let us know and we'll either do it when we're doing Snatcher for the non-Metal Gear Solid Kojima season um, or we'll do Blade Runner as like a director's cut of this season. Mm -hmm. We'll do it as like a a bonus chap, Deleted scene. (laughs) Uh, Because I fucking love Blade Runner. And uh, I will will watch the shit out of it. Also like seven versions of that film. Yeah. Only yeah. one. And maybe,
0: good one if,
1: and maybe if we do, we can maybe talk about twenty forty nine as well.
2: Yeah. Well, and that's the cool thing too. So uh, Ridley Scott uh, wrote and directed and produced Blade Runner. Um, also wrote and directed Alien. Yeah. And James Cameron, mm-hmm. who wrote and directed Terminator, went on to do Alien, Aliens, yeah. the second movie of that franchise.
0: They should have let Ridley Scott do the Terminator movie. They should just swap. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Would've been great. Yeah. Also, David Fincher did uh, Alien Resurrection, yeah, which did. is what got his foot in the door to do Jeez. Fight Club for yeah. Fox. It's
0: crazy how that all connected. So,
2: God bless Alien. They should uh, let
1: they should let Ridley Scott do Terminator Three, and then maybe it would have been good.
2: That's true. Uh, so, and then after that, we're going to do Escape from New York, Escape from L.A. So it's 1981 and 1996. Huge gap. gap. Uh, apparently, because John Carpenter went through so many different versions of what a sequel would be yeah. that it took that long for him to settle. Allegedly. Um, but I felt like we kind of had to. Um, not only the sequel stuff that we talked about, but also just in general because of the snake thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, John Carpenter did some fucking awesome music, and Kojima even cites the music from these games as being like pretty yeah. important to the sound of Metal Gear. Um, we are from, then- from these
1: movies, Alessio. That's what I said. Is that what I said? You said games. Damn it.
2: <laughs> uh, then we're actually rolling the clock back we're
1: escaping the tech noir yeah we're uh, rolling back the rock to the dawn of time yeah we're, the time we're, of the dinosaurs the time of well, the Sean Connerys
2: the uh, from Russia was. with Love 1964 James Bond that'll be our James Bond film yeah it was selected because 1964 is also the year that MGS3 takes place yeah um, and because Ooh. I did not want to watch james bond be a misogynistic piece of shit in dr <laughs> no oh god you're um, so right so we'll just watch him be a misogynistic piece of shit in from russia with love yeah mm-hmm. um not a lot of wiggle room there <laughs> yeah problematically <laughs> yeah. hideo kojima is on record as saying that james bond is the perfect man yeah that's so a bummer. let's grit our teeth through that one we've all got mm-hmm. bad
0: opinions some it's, of us that's true
1: bad take bad take it's yeah,
0: uh,
2: clearly James Bond's fingerprints are all over Metal Gear, so I f- it felt, feels appropriate. Um,
1: I am I curious. Mean, obviously, obviously, first of all, Isaac Lim is the perfect man. Duh, guys, What's I'm right here. here. <laughs> I know.
2: Aww, um, what are you guys' uh, what are you guys' favorite Bond movies and actors? If you had to pick one movie and one actor, who would it I'm be? A, I'm honestly a big Daniel Craig guy.
0: Oh, nice. like, I really like the work yeah. that he's done. What's your favorite I, uh, Daniel Craig Bond? Um, Casino Royale. Casino Royale, yeah.
2: Uh, can I say that I I will say it's not it's not my favorite Bond or my favorite actor. Uh, the Casino Royale theme song by Audio Slave, is yeah, my it's really good. Oh my Bond. god, wow. it's so good.
0: super good! It's, it's a banger, Cornell, thing, dude. It's a sleeper slapper. Rip.
2: Uh, so, Sam, um, what's your favorite? This is going to surprise you
3: guys, but can, I've never seen any of the. Whoa.
1: Oh, whoa! You've never whoa. seen a single. You're James about to Bond be film. one of the lucky ten thousand that's going to learn something new. <laughs> that's wild. So the crazy thing. I'm excited. No, I'm excited for you. I yeah, feel I'm like really Isaac. Excited.
2: Isaac doesn't need to watch from Russia with love. He needs to actually watch like twelve of them. and yeah. we need to pick yeah. all <laughs> of them right now. So I, so, um, I, so I, I will say I've only a, seen like I, I've only seen like four. I think four or five.
1: I Can I preemptively nine. say Idris Elba? <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> sure. Well, sure. I'm still waiting for Lady Bond. But yes, I would. Mm. F- yeah, right. Well, it's, we've got a.
1: Well, listen, we're about to have a lady doctor on Doctor Oh A1? yeah,
2: I saw the preview on yeah. uh, BBC over the weekend.
1: Oh my God, it's going to be so good. But Doctor, I mean, why not a lady Bond? Who cares?
2: Correct. It's just a code name, right? Right. I'm gonna. Yeah. Pit, we just. Well, up so many Bond fans.
0: It is just a code name.
1: I hope we did. If you people,
0: don't think, listen, it's it's a, it's it'll, it's they, a what? fun
1: character they say it's people honestly, people okay. are very
0: protective of is. James Bond. There's like ten different bonds. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs>
2: Sam, do you have a favorite besides uh, favorite film? Since uh, obviously Idris Elba is not um, been in a film yet.
1: Honestly, I think that I think that it might actually be Casino Royale.
2: Right.
0: So good.
1: I uh,
2: fun fact was working at my first job ever when that movie was out, which was working at a movie theater. And this might be part of the reason why I really like the Audio sleeve song. So. Um, at the time, I so I've worked everywhere from concessions to projectionists to. Um Doorman at the movie theater. I did like three different jobs Got over to. my time there.
0: Got to see all the perspectives.
2: Um, when I was a doorman, uh, that included going into and like cleaning theaters and stuff like uh, that. Um, mm. I went into uh, it was one Casino Royale was brand new. Uh, we would go in ten minutes before the movie was over just to kind of like get ready and kind of mm-hmm. take a look at the damage. Totally. Um, and it, mm-hmm. I always walked into the end of Casino Royale with the, with a <laughs> cell phone <laughs> yeah, and the gravel and like the no sniper more. shots. Yeah. It
1: will save you. It's
2: so good.
4: <laughs>
2: I think my favorite Bond, and this is purely from nostalgia, my favorite Bond is Pierce Brosnan.
0: Oh, that's a good Bond.
2: Uh, just because that's the Bond I grew up with. yeah,
1: No hating on Pierce Brosnan.
0: How, how, also, uh, of the Day, of the Day. Gold
2: Gold also, Dying of oh, the yeah. Day has a fantastic song. How God old bless were Madonna. you
0: when you first saw a Bond film?
2: I think it was probably like twelve or thirteen when yeah. I saw Goldeneye. Yeah, um, I remember we rented it from the Blockbuster yeah. several times because I really oh, yeah. enjoyed got it. To. I think the whole reason we rented it was because of the N64 game because I was just <laughs> like, yeah. I want to watch the N64 game.
1: <laughs> Let <laughs> me talk to you about Goldeneye. Uh, for Sean the N64. Bean
2: also. Sean Bean is Sean Bean. A, he's Sean 006 and Stein. he dies. Oh yeah. yeah
1: I mean, got to. Sh- so he allegedly N64 dies game really dies. these days is shit. But back in the day, it was iconic. Yeah. It's great.
0: Good stuff. It's great.
1: Please yeah. don't... I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if you have very fond memories of GoldenEye for the N64... Don't, don't watch please it. Please don't, go, ba- don't go back a, and play it. Do not go
2: back uh,
0: and play yeah. it. Oh, yeah. The like,
2: controls don't hold up. Worth there's the a great
0: updated version on the PC you can play. It's got like...
1: You're talking about the Half-Life 2 mod?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's real good.
0: That's great.
1: Do they but make yeah. Odd Job less of a piece of shit? Well, no, so I, that's I think he's a piece charm. of shit. part of the charm.
2: Um... Yeah. So th- uh, yeah, those are some good ones. If uh, I think outside of that, I I always feel awkward saying this one. Octopussy I really enjoyed as well. <laughs> I do hate that <laughs> title. I, I hate the title. Like the title but Octopussy's is great, Octopussy great. Moonraker uh, great. I forgot about Moonraker. Wow. Uh, Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never dies was pretty good. Yeah. What's the
1: Halle Berry one?
2: That one's uh, the oh. world is not enough. Right? Yeah, I think was so. it. Yeah yeah. Think, You're right. yeah, think. yeah, 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 um, that-
1: yeah. Was it was the world was it was it world is not enough or die another day.
2: Oh, die another day. I think it was the Halle Berry oh, one. Oh, so I
1: don't
2: know. Yeah. I don't know. That was the one that I forgot about those. Awakened within a young Alessia. Yeah. Love. love for African American women everywhere. She was a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> she is a cutie. I don't know why I said it was. She's great.
0: Yeah, she's great. She's a very nice woman.
2: Um, but yeah, and after that, we're it is die another day. I just looked it up. Oh, cool. Thanks. After that, we're doing listener responses. Um, So, uh, yeah, those are our uh, five movies. Um, I know we omitted Blade Runner. We omitted Godzilla. I think with Godzilla, the only thing we were worried about is, uh, A, the 1950s film not holding up for us, and, B, um, outside of some MGS3 quick references and then the whole anti-nuclear power slash weaponry angle. There's not a lot that really ties it into Metal Gear. I don't think.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think we made a good call.
2: But, uh, again, if there are any movies that we're not going to be watching that you really want us to, or if after the season's over you really like the movie season, we'll have to revisit this um, theme after we cover MGS5, two or three seasons down the road. So, um, I'm going to real quick just forecast for everybody so that you guys are aware. We're going to be doing spooky month uh, after this. So, we're going to be doing some spooky stuff. I don't want to go too in-depth with that because we've got some secrets. Spooky. After Spooky Month, we're doing Parody Game Month slash Fan Month. Hell yeah! So we're gonna be covering two episodes dedicated to parody games, including uh, Never Stop Sneaking,
0: Never Stop,
2: and two episodes dedicated to uh, fan movies slash comics. It's pretty dope. Um, and then after that, at the top of 2019, we will finally be covering Ground Zeroes and Phantom. Ooh! A. So. Yeah, so I'm going to break down how these reviews are going to go real quick. So we'll go through at the very top of each episode the development, a.k.a. the – not necessarily just the production history, but the pre-production history. Um, So like how how people got the ideas, how the money came together, like yada, yada, yada. Um, After that, we are going to dive into the plot, which will be almost a beat-by-beat movie – synopsis um the spoilers will come in the order of which the spoilers occur in the film um, so yes in my notes for the original terminator um i did just refer to michael bean's character as mystery man for wow. about three quarters of it until that. he says his name uh um, you wrote your
0: notes like a script yeah totally. i appreciate that <laughs> um,
2: i think i just referred to the uh the terminator as arnie in my handwritten notes Good. Um but then we're going to be following up the plot with trivia and extras that we didn't cover during the plot breakdown. Um and specific to our movie review format, we'll be calling out Metal Gear specific things as they occur within it's the pretty film. Pretty cool. It's, um, it's a tasty treat. We'll have to come up with some sort of sound bite or Metal Gear catchphrase. A little,
0: little exclamation point sound uh, effect, yeah. right? I like it.
2: Uh, yeah. We'll we'll be like oh, what was that noise?" Uh, <laughs> and, and
1: then we'll <laughs> I we'll want to I here's what you, you know what something I'm going to do as well as guys So prepare yourself for this. I'm going to come with a couple of uh did you watch this movie questions. Ooh, I love it. A little it. trivia for you guys. Oh
0: shit. Sam's Are you trying Sam- to Sam- are you
2: trying Sam- to, to grill us as to if we watched it or No, no, grill- no. Just like <laughs> I just <laughs> think it'd be fun to do scent. some trivia. No, I love it. I love That's it. Awesome. Uh there is some fucking great trivia for Terminator. I'll tell mm. you what. Um I think outside of that, we've already gotten some listeners who've like straight personally emailed me and asked me the exact movies that we're watching so they can watch along with the show. So hopefully this episode will help you watch along with the show. Um, we are really, really excited and I hope that the listener responses, uh, will be fun. Um, feel free to also give us your own little quick review if you keep it short and we'll include it in the listener responses. Um, but if you have any personal stories, we, we, we eat that shit up, so to speak. Um, yeah um, have you guys uh, I'm assuming we've all only watched Terminator 1 and 2 thus far or have you guys gotten further along with your viewing
0: um, no I, just I, for now I've seen both escape movies but I'm going to rewatch them for this but I, I haven't rewatched them yet I've I have seen never seen, seen um, I've really? never seen escape from LA they're fun yeah I've never seen any of them they're a lot of fun oh wow
2: Isaac and I have a fun history with escape from LA Isaac do you want to tell uh, the story
0: They are
3: <laughs> our arch nemesis I mean yeah yeah <laughs>
2: Um, that- so with me and Isaac's uh, musician duo, uh, we encountered another masked duo. Mm, um, they oh actually shit. played at our first show with us. They, like, I think, it was their first us. show too. Yeah, it was both of our first shows. They had hardcore army of two masks, kind wow. of. Uh, they were like some like weird Korean imported paintball masks. That's awesome. And we had, like, our hand-stitched, like, Deadpool, Deadpool knockoff masks. masks. Um, and ever since that first faithful reunion, yeah. uh, me and Isaac have always been out for blood. Uh, <laughs> I have to find these two,
0: and I have to reunite the four of you. Oh, It'll be good. yeah.
2: Yeah, so they were called Escape from L.A. Wow. And I remember my go-to was, that movie's not even that fucking good. Like, why is <laughs> oh, that their name? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. great. That's good. <laughs> so keep in mind, our fucking name was dead question mark weight exclamation point. So, yeah. uh, but not like, but weight. not like
1: weight as in like heavy Wait as in like wait there. Yeah, yeah, just like wait for it.
2: Wait for dead it. wait. wait. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that's our funny. History. Um, so if Blaine Costello or Kai Street from Escape from LA are listening, oh shit, we have not forgotten.
0: I love that you know that you still remember their full. Oh, name I will never like, forget damn. them. These boys. <laughs> no, there were a lot guys-
1: of. There were a lot of fun to play with. We just. Did you guys go under like pseudonyms when you were when you were obviously you did, but like what were your names when you were in Deadweight? I think it was just like one and two. Whatnot. Yeah,
2: we didn't
0: have. we just like yeah. thing like one, thing two. Keep it simple.
2: Yeah, thing one, thing two, and all of our social media posts. Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep, keep, keep it, it simple. simple.
1: These guys are like. Kai Street and David, <laughs> Duchovny,
2: yeah,
0: what whatever things, the like, fuck it was. What like streets of rage names? <laughs> you just
2: fucking <laughs> hell yes, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, but yeah, so uh, what's everybody's thoughts uh, on Terminator One and Two? We feeling it, Isaac? do you watch them as well? Uh, I did. Uh, Would you? Did, was it your first time?
3: Actually, it was. Uh, so it wasn't my first time watching the first one, but it was my first time watching the second one.
2: Whoa So wow. There's gonna be a lot of first timers
3: for me yeah,
2: yeah Yeah I mean shit uh, Other than Terminator 1 and 2 I'm all first timers for, for this oh, season Oh yeah wow. So we're all really first timers yeah. now Yeah I that's love some like, of the fucking the Some of the dialogue in Terminator
0: It's great yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> It's phenomenal It's very It's very good Yeah I was very pleased Also
2: ha- Linda Hamilton's phenomenal Yeah Linda yes. Hamilton's great Nice. Well, cool. So that that's pretty much it. Um, do we have any plugs that anybody wants to make? Play. Always.
1: Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was waiting for James because James usually says his Twitter. Oh, he's first.
2: normally hot on my heels. Yeah, oh, he's I'm normally sorry. Like, I, right I, there.
0: I, I wanted to give this one to Sam. I, I, I felt like he uh, he had it ready, ready to rock. No, I, th- I thought we were just going to do our, our Here, I got cadence, it. You can, no. you can visit
2: me at jamesreichmuth.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, on t- or on Twitter at James Rikami. Uh huh. Um, um
0: Yeah, those places. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Sandel. Um I'm currently working on a secret project. Uh, is it oh, samright.com? No. Uh, no, it's not samright.com. <laughs> it Sam, is a is your, com uh, though.
0: Is your handle right now is it nerf dog?
1: My name is Nerf Dog. My handle is still Sanjil. S A N J U U L right, but My yeah, I'm, name is Nerf Dog. My name is Nerf Dog. Don't <laughs> call me Darius' Sam name anymore. right now. Nerf dog, Nerf dog. I love it. Nerf Dog. I was at and work I, and I found I found this uh this You were a work like, dog? we have a basket full of stuff at work to distract all the technicians when they come because like so they can fidget while they're talking about boring stuff. Wow. And um, <laughs> one of the, So their bodies I mean, can be not as boring as their mouths. Pretty much. So um, so, <laughs> so, uh, in the basket of things, I found this like tennis ball, but it's a, uh, it was a dog toy. Um, a squeaky tennis ball that says that Nerf? that was Nerf branded and it's just, it's a Nerf dog toy. Nerf so guy. I said from now on, I'm not Sam, I'm Nerf dog.
0: I, I'm but, into it. I love it. Yeah. yeah so I you can do that
1: it. also. Um, so you can do that, but yeah, I'm working on this special project and, um, one, uh, James Reckbuth may now be currently oh. involved. Oh. oh, shit. Oh. Am I involved? <laughs> oh. Yeah, Alessio Summerfield's involved. I want to get Isaac involved, too. Hey. But I have to discuss that with him first. Nice. Isaac, anyway. we,
2: we might have some things to discuss with you afterwards as well.
3: <laughs> oh, let's discuss. Oh, shit.
1: So much discussion. And then also, you know, if you're if you're a cute person, huh? cute boy, and... <laughs> what? You know, hit me up. Whoa. Sam's, a, Sam's, Sam's so, soliciting dates. Sam, are you, uh, <laughs> are you <just laughs> soliciting your
0: yeah. Tinder profile? That's incredible. What?
1: I could, I could,
0: you want to, Sounds like you wanna, you're a hold on you're a cute person in the Seattle area. Well, I'm going to read, <laughs> now.
1: I'm going to read my Tinder profile
3: No.
0: Okay. Well, here we go. Cool. Okay. You need me to vamp so, while you do that? Can uh, Isaac plug? I'll,
3: yeah, go ahead. I'll go real quick. Um, I
0: don't think I've ever heard this. It's you incredible.
3: Can, you can, at, at me, at, at, doesn't have a twit, at Twitter.
0: Make sure you get all the mats in there. <laughs> all <laughs> part of part of <laughs> Don't do forget 12. the other, the
3: second at, because it's <laughs> at.
0: Love it.
1: You,
3: um, you can also you're, listen to you're Isaac ready. at
2: soundcloud.com slash whatisdeadweight. <laughs>
0: nice, good plug. I
2: have to
1: verify my account.
2: And my also. website my is robots. not isaaclim.com, just so you know. Yeah, definitely not. That's a Christian musician. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, definitely not. I don't know. <laughs> um, you can, right. I'm uh, dot Com at @AC acsummerfield on Twitter, and uh, you can visit the show Metal Gear Mondays. Doc, Metal Gear Solid podcast.com Com, and all right. All right, y'all ready, We're all ready for this. Uh, this uh, real quick, Tinder bio. Real quick. Oh, okay.
0: Do we want to plug our film the, the patron stuff, or do we want to do that as a bumper?
2: Yeah. We'll do. It, we'll, we'll plug that stuff after Sam reads this. Great tinder so everybody stick around for fun plugs
1: yes all right so this is my bulleted list that I have as my uh, on my tinder bio of things that are about me that are accurate Um, sleeps sometimes okay goofy nerdy and okay with it greater than zero chance I like the thing you like would touch your would touch your butt if you let me okay Uh, (laughs) talk to Robert Downey jr. one time Uh, furiously Google's answers to pointless questions Sure. Inconsistently good at video games, books. <laughs> so so that's I like that books this. is
0: books is written out like Tim the Toolman saying. <laughs> to message I somebody to message
1: you, and it just says books question or exclamation point. Yeah. So that's my that's my Tinder profile. So if any good, of those speak to you, talk to me. Get what me.
0: I like about that profile? Let me do a quick review. <laughs> okay. I like that James one, reviews Tinder. <laughs> you establish that you you care about consent. Uh-huh. Uh, two you've got a couple of good conversation starters in there between books and uh the Robert Downey Jr. thing. I wanted to uh-huh. know more, so Yeah. You know, uh I think I think I'll give that, that, that four and a half tinder stars out of or four and a half tinder flames out of five possible tinder oh, nice. flames. Sure. Well, well, what done, would,
1: what would get me what would get me to that five?
0: <sighs> you know, I always think there's room for improvement. I don't really give out five, it's not really my okay. thing. Okay. But okay.
1: Well what would get me to like a four point eight?
0: You know, I, I I'd have to visually see it. You gotta have a good photos a good photo set. Oh man, have you seen my part.
1: profile picture on Facebook, James? Probably. My most recent one where I'm like leaning and I'm on the stage. Oh, yeah. I've so seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, that one. yeah. yeah that's like a, a, that's my that's my main Tinder It's pretty good. Foot.
0: It's pretty I like it. So. <laughs> let's turn it into the Tinder podcast. They they, they have an the algorithm Tindercast. now that will tell you which photos to use. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh uh yeah. do you
2: have uh, do you have music listed? Doesn't it ask oh, yeah. you for music? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah it does. What's I your have, music, uh, Sam? That
1: music. I have High I by Panic at the disco. Okay. This is my anthem right now. Anyway, let's plug other things. (laughs) I know. I know. I know friends of friends
2: that lie about their music on Tinder, and it made me very upset. It did make you very upset. I I was like, she doesn't fucking listen to that. I saw it live. It was incredible. Oh no! So be careful. Yeah, you better watch out. I'm coming for you. Careful. (laughs)
1: <laughs> let's talk about let's I'm talk not even on Tinder. Aren't my, my very sad Yeah absolutely life. Um,
2: uh, I'd swipe right um, I uh. Wanted to plug real quick um, So If you are a patron Of the show Two dollars plus uh, You actually found A super special treat In your inbox Not Pre- too long ago Pretty cool Which is an advanced copy Of Mother Calamity Short Ooh. film Produced by me and James mm-hmm. um, We already got A positive comment So thank you uh, A positive comment Is that what you said Yes, yeah. a positive comment. We <laughs> got
1: and positive comment.
2: <laughs> yeah, we've got and positive comment, um, and uh, we think people are going to like it. Um, friend of the show Zach Detrochio came out of his uh, hibernation to also uh, say nice things about the about the. He's not in film. hibernation. He's Thank in you,
1: the middle. He's in Africa.
2: Uh, no, I, yeah, he's traveling. It's a traveling hibernation. That's hibernation enough. Oh. Right are uh, we allowed to
1: say where he's at? Should we bleep that? I don't know where bleep he's at. Bleep.
2: Oh, I mean, that's a huge continent, Sam. <laughs> I think we're totally fine there. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah so first and foremost i <laughs> wanted, to, wanted to say thanks to that there is a trailer um posted on that same post if you want to share something public currently yeah feel free to share that trailer it'd actually be awesome it, it if you mean did. a lot um if you want to see what me and james are getting into film wise you can go to forever um astronaut.com as mentioned in some of these earlier episodes of the show yeah um and you can plug us on social um through that handle but The big thing is that Short is going to be publicly releasing uh, September the 12th, Um, so any assistance with sharing the links, um, we will be posting on um, all the Metal Gear social. Yeah, very appreciated. Um, The reason why we are pushing that film so hard, though, is because we are actually raising money for another film project called Hate. Hate. Um, And the Indiegogo for that will be going live September the 21st, I believe.
1: Yeah. and, hey, uh, and but hey hey i'm gonna spoil it for you guys Hate is the prequel to he hate me it's the story of the xfl <laughs> yeah correct
2: <laughs> um it's oh, a that's a good joke hate is super artsy fartsy whereas mother calamity is way the opposite yeah intentionally it's um, cool hate's really cool visually um and we're gonna actually be releasing like a three minute scene when we make yeah. the indiegogo go live so that you can see i just said indiegogo go go um yeah. so that you can see what we're imagining um our lead actor uh, on marion in hate um was actually in the roots 2016 reboot yeah um and was also in get hard with kevin hart and will ferrell yeah um and a bunch of other things so he's fucking awesome he's, he's actually in atlanta cool. right now isaac oh he um, is um, yeah. i know he
3: um his
2: girlfriend
0: lives here or something Ooh. oh,
2: oh. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be working on that. We so far have raised about fifteen thousand um, dollars from grants and various contributions. Uh, but once the Indiegogo goes live, I said it again, there triple go. go um, <laughs> we are looking to raise ten k on the Indiegogo, yeah. um, and we'll we just need thirty to finish the film. Um, so we will need all the help that we can get. So if you are at all interested, um, just know that all of your donations are actually tax deductible because we're working sure with a nonprofit. Are. It's pretty cool. So if you're trying to offload some shit from Uncle Sam, consider supporting a film. <laughs> um, well but yeah, it's going to be really cool. There's going to be a lot of uh, interesting uh, pomp and circumstance totally. surrounding that. It's going to be really neat. That.
0: I'm excited for people to, to see what we're
2: Hooking up. Yeah, it's going to be good. The synopsis for both of those, uh, I can actually read the official professional screenwriter reader logline for Mother of Calamity. So give me one quick second. Uh, it was actually pretty cool. We uh, submitted the short screenplay to get some professional screenwriter reader eyes and got a pretty awesome written response back. Um,
1: so, My brand. Cool.
2: <laughs> correct Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no you're totally fine um it was good Uh, but the log line is a troubled but feisty punk rocker builds a kill bot to exact revenge vengeance on her enemies but her creation soon sees who the true enemy is and plots her demise
0: it's really good I like anything uh, that incorporates Killbot into it. And I also like that yeah, you almost yeah. said Revengeance. Oh, yeah. Appreciate
2: that. <laughs> well, I was going to say Revenge, and then I read Vengeance, <laughs> yeah. and then I realized that's probably how they came
1: up with that word. Uh-huh. I um, I really appreciate like the fact that this movie is like, coming, because I've been like, me and Alessia have known each other for a, a decently long yeah, amount like, of time. Yeah, it's like, what, 09? Something like that? Yeah, it's been, it's been about Dang. a decade at this point. And um, I remember... Oh my God, it has about... been. Holy shit. I'm sorry, my yeah. face just dropped. Oh you God. said yeah. about a decade, and I was like... <gasps> yep. Me and i have been friends for ten, almost 10 fucking years at this point. And
2: like 89% of that has been via podcast and yeah. internet, mm-hmm. wow. which is fucking mm-hmm. bananas. What a
0: world.
1: Yeah. But, um, but I remember us talking about this exact movie, Mother Calamity, um. When it was just like an idea, and I remember reading like the original script for it, and like there was a point where one of my friends he wanted to cast as the main actress in the thing, but then it's like it's like it's a it's it's insane to see this thing come to its finish line yeah. and um i've I saw an early copy of it or early screening of it, and um it's really good, and you guys are gonna enjoy it so.
2: Thank you, yeah, celebrate movies in all different ways this season. Yeah, we're even yeah.
1: making some are on our own. Boom. Um,
2: so yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's weird. Mother Calamity, in particular, we're looking to eventually flesh out as like a full blown like dark comedy feature film. Um, so uh, all of the. Questions and comments and stuff are greatly appreciated as I continue to write that. Definitely that thing um, with hate. Uh, we don't necessarily have like a super professional logline because again we're going like hardcore artsy fartsy film. Uh, definitely a film where it's like the grants have been super helpful because like I <laughs> don't see how this film could have existed any other way. Uh, but it's like a dark surreal borderline experimental film yeah uh, it doesn't really follow like a traditional narrative um about a guy named wallace um who feels completely and totally engulfed by his day job to the point where it starts to bleed into every aspect of his life and all that he has left is a bunch of empty hatred and nothing to show for it yeah um but it's also like a casual casual it's also like a what's the word uh cautionary tale, tale. For uh, waiting too long to do something about being in a shitty situation. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. so. Uh, and if I yeah, know anything about these boys and their production, this is going to be good as well. Oh, yeah. shucks.
2: It's going to be crazy. It's probably the most visually ambitious thing we've done. Truly, um, and yeah. it's Literally, there's a scene with like 24 choreographed actors it's, doing shit.
0: It's going to be very cool.
2: So... Woo! But yeah, so that's been, that's a long episode. Uh, Sam, what do VHS tapes come in?
1: (coughs) I was, oh, God, ow. Isaac, what do VHS tapes come in? (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> oh, fuck. I need to... So, I've got Terminator 1 and 2 on VHS. I watched them on Blu-ray. <sighs> I'm just going to watch them you, on VHS. Now. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, I, yeah. I have Well, to. so
1: I was going to... I was actually just going to say the thing, just like really weird, and I took a really deep breath, and then I cough, and that cough hurt my spine. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, those oh. are the worst oh. times. It sounds like now I'm paralyzed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Huey. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It's, Quick, somebody put him in a, a chair box. and then push him down the stairs. Kick
3: him down.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You take your legs. What was
1: oh, that? Oh, so? oh, 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 no, no, no. Before we go, I had a, I had a thought. Okay. She just said that. I said it already, but this burp, 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 I was talking <laughs> because um, we had talked in a previous episode about um, the Dreamcast for the Metal Gear. Oh, yeah. Metal Gear movie. And
2: I have to read out patrons, so continue to do that while i Oh, very nice.
1: I, I had this thought that Michael Keaton <gasps> would make a good cause. I could see that.
2: that. Especially like weird blonde old man Keaton. Oh, yeah. That we got Mm -hmm. these days. Good pick. Good pull. Uh, Patron plugs. Uh, Real quick, uh, I'm I'm on Duncan duty for a second. Cole Duncan (laughs) is our highest lifetime contributor to Metal Gear. What up, Cole Duncan? Thank you, Cole Duncan. Um, This this train
1: runs on Cole, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And this podcast
2: runs on Duncan. Um, but yeah. So thanks, Cole Duncan. Uh, Likewise, just want to say thank you to Kyle Schulk, Sam Whitaker, Cole Duncan, Devin Reed, Brandon Wright, Akira Birdman, 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 Matt Smith. Put some respect (laughs) on it. Jack Keating, Joshua Wiley, Jamie Christopher, Matt Leninovich, Scott Fox, new new friend. Um, and uh, everybody else who contributes. Um, So uh, thank you guys so, so very much. Um, If you want to contribute to the show, uh, as little as $2 a month gets you like two to three extra hours of podcast. And that's not like deleted scenes. That's like edited. like patron exclusive podcast um on, on us talking about non-metal gear games mm-hmm. uh that's the patron club we're on episode up to episode five so if you were to subscribe now that's like 10 hours of yeah. podcast instantly for you um talking about everything from uh murdered soul suspect uh last of us NBA yeah, jam portable yeah. gaming
1: it's crazy, uh, uh, upcoming episodes uh, the pli- on Horizon the, plight, Zero Dawn. the plight of uh gay people in today's society. Eh. Yep, there's a lot. Uh, it's our experiences with ghosts. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh um, bootlegging, our, Game Boy games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our knockdown, drag out, battle, me and James about Detroit, Become Human. It's brutal. Like, there's yep. a lot. There's a lot. Like our our that show goes into our shows on Patreon go into a lot and I love them and not and I love this show and I love all of you. <laughs>
2: um, uh, like sorry, for, 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 really emotional like yeah. <laughs> for two dollars a month you also get uh, all the episodes as early as i finish editing them um i know that that's pretty routine but sometimes it's not so apologies um for everybody who submitted that wanted to assist with the editing thank you so very much i think we've come up with a solution to not require that um but i'll be messaging you guys solo because i just remembered that there's one person who i did not follow up with um Likewise, I'm going to mention for $5 a month, uh, you can also submit a 150-word message that we will read on the air. I've got a lot of these outstanding, so uh, I'd like to read you guys' fucking messages, so please send them in. Talk at us. Um, And for $10 a month, and I only mention this as a way to kick all of us in the derriere to get going – for $10 a month, every quarter, you'll get a special video from, from us. Sure will. Um, so me, Isaac, Sam, and James have got to record our thank you video for Q3 2018. Mm-hmm. we got three weeks to do it. Yeah. So Uh-oh. you guys should expect that sometime soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, uh, you might get some weird video from me and Isaac when we hang out together at the end of September as well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so thank you guys so very much. And, uh, Sam...
1: What were you saying about boxes? (laughs) Well, I was going to say it's just a box, and then I died. So it's just a box.
3: Oh. Just a box.